What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Raw Select Music. And this is the Super Sunny Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Hello and welcome along to this month's edition of the Music for Modern Living Radio Show, right here on Blue and Green Radio. You're locked in with me, Nigel Gentry. Confessions of a curly mind. Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Ride the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Twisted Souls. You're listening to the Blue and Green Podcast. And I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com Welcome friends, you're tuned in to another episode of the Blue in Green podcast. My name's Imran, thank you very much as always for your time, for your company. We have an excellent show uh, lined up for today's episode. Quick reminder firstly that the Blue in Green podcast runs in conjunction with Blue in Green Radio, the online internet uh, radio station, uh, London-based but uh uh, incredibly fortunate enough to be able to host uh, shows from across the world, including Japan, uh, including London, including uh, the States, including Australia as well. And uh, as always, we're incredibly uh, proud of our content and we'd love for you to check us out at www.blueingreenradio.com. You can find our constantly never-ending uh, radio stream housed there, as well as uh, the complete list of past podcast episodes. Uh, this is episode 41 now, uh, which is uh, it's, it's, very, it's very, very cool. Uh, really excited uh, that we've, we've kind of made it this far. Um, the podcasts are released on the first, second and third um uh, Mondays of every month and uh, primarily it was a, a vehicle to give me the chance to be able to meet and uh, speak to our Blue and Green radio presenters from across the world and it's uh, over time it's kind of evolved into me having the incredible fortune and opportunity to talk with just the host of uh, brilliant artists really incredible uh, artists who uh, become great friends of the station and um, being able to share that time and pick their brains and stuff like that is um, it's really exciting and uh, that's what one of, that's what today's episode uh, follows nicely on with uh, we're talking to our buddy uh, Paul P vibes Morgan he's um, gosh a, a boundlessly talented uh, individual is a singer he's a songwriter he's a producer he's a multi-instrumentalist um, he is currently riding high on the uh, release of his uh, well currently two-part uh, vibes lab sessions uh, project uh, part one of the four track EP was released in 2018 part two in 2019 and um, to incredible uh, success he's gained so much notoriety as a result and it's all wonderfully deserved and uh, we're very very fortunate enough to have been able to connect with uh, Paul for we talked about it in the podcast it's maybe like a year and a half to two years now um, which is which is really cool uh, he's kind of been uh, uh, rocking our playlist for quite a long time particularly on New School Soul uh, which airs on a Tuesday at 6pm UK time and um, yeah we uh, 
uh, I introduced him uh, and and his incredible talents with uh, you know producer, singer, songwriter, etc., etc., etc. But we were really fortunate enough to be responsible for adding a, 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 a tag to that, and that was that being radio presenter, which is um, which is very very cool. And he jumped on for us. He's probably done by my count six. Uh, episodes of um, what we, we would come to call Universal Vibes and it was basically him I mean one of the things that he and I connected on was uh, just our love of music just that we're, we're never going to stop being uh, a fan of music we're not going to be uh, we're not going to stop being a fan of the things that got us into into music and the things that continue to inspire us and I think when you make that connection with someone um uh, that's in itself excellent to be able to do that. But you, when you resonate <laughs> with with that idea with someone, then you kind of think, well, you should do a show. And <laughs> I pitched it and he embraced it. Uh, so he's done about six shows for us, uh, which is really, really cool. It gives brilliant insight um, into the things that uh, inspire him and, and kind of gave creative decisions. So uh, we talk about that a little bit. We talk about uh, his music. We talk about... Um, we talk about loads of stuff actually and hopefully this will not be the one and only conversation that we'll have for this podcast i think there was quite a lot of things i probably didn't get around to uh talking to him about so hopefully we'll be able to have the opportunity maybe later this year to reconnect and uh, record something else that'd be very very cool uh so a huge thanks to uh paul for um stepping in for uh the episode today it's a really great episode and uh very much hope you enjoyed it uh well excuse me i hope you will enjoy it uh quick reminder you can find us at www.blueandgreenradio.com uh we'd love for you to check us out uh radio and podcast etc etc uh so uh regular listeners will know we play two songs on each podcast the second song our closing song is picked by our guest uh but i have the luxury of picking the opening number and uh, i'm going to go with a track from the vibes lab sessions volume two uh it, it features the vocals of an artist that we do discuss uh in the episode uh, quite early on it is the wonderful voice of lane uh who guests on uh the track just in case and it's a brilliant song and uh i hope you guys will enjoy it this is the first time you're hearing it
just in case. Just in case. So, well, let's jump in with um. Let's go. Let's jump in with uh with Vibes Lab then. Sessions uh okay. Uh, volume two, obviously, is what we're roughly talking about. It came out uh last mm-hmm. year. Four track EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, part one, mm-hmm. volume one, came out as you also said, 2018. Also four mm-hmm. tracks. Uh, we have the yes. same vocalists across each four: uh, Andre Bentley, uh-huh. uh, Lifford. We have uh, Esha Scoffrey and Lornea. That's right. So um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I love pronounce pronounce Larnae. 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 Yeah. I've so many. I've never heard certain names said, so I always just you know you, you see it written down no, a lot. It's not, so your, I, I say it's it. not your fault. That name oh, has no. been. I think that's got so many different interpretations. <laughs> so many people say it so differently. So you know, excellent, wonderful. Oh, I would not want to disrespect that amazing artist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. Well, we'll talk about her in a moment, if we may. But mm-hmm. so, well, I guess congratulations on on two parts of the, of. of of these these EPs that have come out, I mean, I'm like, yeah, congratulations! That they're really awesome. Listen, as you know, I'm a I'm a big fan of them. I'm a big fan of you as well, dude. Uh, how do you look back Thank at you. what 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 that process has been so far? Are you happy with how Volume Two was received and how it all came out as envisaged? Yes, I, actually, I, I think I was more happy with the way uh, Volume Two was received than the first volume, and. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know, just probably the thing is, is that volume one already preceded it. So, you know, people knew more about me than before. So basically when volume two came along so soon after, it just sort of like got such a good response, you know, better than Mm. I, I, I anticipated really. So, yeah. Yeah. Is that the idea of the same four vocalists across each one? Is that? Was that a deliberate attempt or was it just you were with them the most recent? You had a good rapport with them? Oh, well, to tell you the truth, um, it was supposed to be, that whole project was supposed to be just one thing. You know, both volumes were supposed to be just an album. It was supposed to be oh, an album cool. about 10 tracks, yeah. And uh, during the process of putting it together, um, we just kept getting, you know, hiccups here and there things not quite falling into place. And, uh, yeah, so I decided, okay, I'm going to split this process and um, release it in segments, you know. Mm. That's how, yeah, it sort of came about. Because it was supposed to still be Vibes Lab sessions, but it was supposed to be like Volume 1 was a full album, not an EP. Right. I think think it's kind of turned out for the best, in a way, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Because I mean, as an EP series, uh, just sort of the replication of things—the same four, four tracks, mm-hmm. four tracks, same artist, same artist—and I think it, I think it kind of it goes well, it, of, it, as opposed to one big hit of yes. of uh, reintroducing yourself to people. Then there's sort of two strong hits of introducing yourself to people. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 I think it worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the way it's turned out, and. Um... Yeah, it's just an ongoing series now, you know. Um, there will be new people introduced as we go on. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some people think, oh, it's kind of like this Vibes Lab session. It's like a band entity sort of thing. Like, you yeah. know, it's going to be the same people. But now it's um, revolving doors and, you know, people come and go. and New people come in and stuff. That's the plan. 
Wow, that's yeah. cool. I get stuck in my head sometimes. So I would feel like if in your situation, it would be like, well, this is what people expect now. This is what works. <laughs> it's kind of like, you got to stick with it. But then obviously you shouldn't, you know, yeah. it's your name on the top, not their sort of thing. Yeah, so. no, no, no. No, to be honest, I like the idea of, mm. you know, having those guys on a consistent thing. But um, I think in all fairness, you know, everyone's busy and um it's a time thing so yeah. if i had scheduled a specific time that i wanted to release say volume three or four or five or whatever and you know i submitted certain things or we planned to work uh on something say one of those artists and they couldn't meet the deadline then it's kind of drags things you know and um mm. I, I i kind of i don't really want to hold back um anymore basically um if i can get something out then i think it's best for me to do what i have to do to yeah. release the material yeah i mean we talked about this these uh, i i used the incorrect words of an introduction <clears throat> as it relates to volume one which is completely incorrect because considering how much music you actually have out there you have a quite a lot <laughs> which is incredible so dating way back to like 2011 i think was your your first project right um that was the first um ep yeah but stuff was um going out since 2009 2009 that's right yeah 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 i mean no fantasy and the, some other things do you remember me with fantasy to the yeah and, yeah and obviously those projects featured you as, as vocalist as well. Do you reckon you're going to, do you, is, have you sort of made a conscious decision? Is that something at the moment you don't want to do? Or is it something you're, you see yourself doing again at some time? Um, no, definitely. I, I feel that's a part of me that I need to express. You know, I'm not sure how, especially with the way um, I've been received now as the guy behind the boards and yeah, you know, the Vibes Lab Sessions has introduced me to some new people. I'm not sure how they would feel about me, you know, going behind the boards, you know, behind the mic and singing and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, that is still a part of my, my agenda, definitely. So when you're kind I'll, of I'll, creating with like other vocalists, mm -hmm. how how does that process in terms of writing work for you? Do you tend to write a whole song or do you want them to do that part? Do you like working it out together? How does that kind of work? Um, both really. I, I think with the Vibes Lab sessions, really it was the whole intention was to have uh, artists come in and collaborate with me. So it's really supposed to be a collaborative effort where I would hand over the notepad and the pen and say, go ahead and, you know, just express yourself on this mm. music, you know. So I would create the music and they would create the melodies and the, and, the, and the lyrics. That would sort of take it away from me being solo because when I do my own thing, you know, I'm in total control and I do everything, right. more or less. Um, so, yeah, the Vibes Live Sessions was just another facet um, of me, you know, being in the producer's chair and... Um, collaborating with various artists. That's an intention, really. Um, in terms of writing, most of them write uh, solo. They will write on their own. Um, occasionally, if need be, I'll throw in my 10 cents, you know. <laughs> like with Andre Bentley, I think I work closely, more closely with him in terms of writing sometimes. Um, you know, we, um, 
we would share the writing a lot. And, um, say, for instance, like All About Me, you know, had a lot to do with that in terms of lyrics and stuff, vocal ideas. Mm. Do you like writing? I do, I do. I do find it very therapeutic. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> it also allows me to just delve into different things, you know, different facets of, of, of my being and um, just life in general. Yeah, it's, it is kind of cool because I, I always find that question for someone like yourself quite an interesting one because you're obviously involved in every aspect of, of each of these songs, for example, as a, apart from the, the actual vocal part, which is your decision not to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like you do all these instruments and I know you do use outside um, uh, instrumentalists as well, like Vicky Flint mm -hmm. uh, on trumpet as well. So, uh, But you, you handle so much stuff. I always wonder what level of control uh that you kind of have it you kind of is it a case of you sing these lyrics and this is how i want it to sound and it's going to be like this you sing no. out you, you know, like, and i which is something with anyone i would completely understand because yeah. it's your project it's your uh -huh. song so i always get curious with, with how people respond because you know someone with both a fan of prince an mm -hmm. absolute control freak and, and mm -hmm. glorious in the best way mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. someone who wanted it done very specifically <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think in a situation like in that Prince I've heard of a lot there's lots of producers like that like singer songwriter producers who would uh, produce the music write the song you know sing it and then they would get the vocalist in and they would say These are the, this is the phrasing this yeah. is you know the notes that you need to be singing and stuff like that um, now with the Vibes Lab sessions it's, it's totally um, a sort of commensurate thing you know it's just a collaborative and that's yeah. the, that was the intention, really. You know, you're going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and this is how I want it. Because I think for me, the the, the beauty of it is, is that when uh, I get another singer in or vocalist, and they they will come up with something that I wouldn't come up with. So it's just I would have this music, and I'd be listening to this. It's great, and then I may even in my own mind have my own ideas of a melody and whatever yeah. subject and then say Lifford would come in and he would take this song and he would just do something completely different you know which is just a learning process for me as well it's, it's yeah. an amazing thing you know that's why I love this project so much because it's yeah it's, has it ever gone the other way where they've done something <laughs> and you've gone oh no <laughs> no I, to be honest I have had experiences like that in the past where I thought, oh my god what is this but <laughs> Funny enough, sometimes after a while, these things would grow on you. You know, you listen and think, "Oh, it is a different approach," but you know, it's not that bad. Mm. You know, it's not that bad at all. That's but, yeah, okay, yeah. It can be lucky if if you end up liking it, but I, yeah. I guess yeah, you, I've seen stuff where it's like, "Oh, no, hang <laughs> on, that's that's not how I thought it would go." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you know, with my. It's, that's why I'm still. I stick with my solo thing because my solo thing. I think with the solo thing, um, I don't know. It's just so me. Um, so if I want to be quirky, if I want to be raw, uh, retro, I can do whatever I want, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I have the freedom because I don't agonize over my stuff as much as I would say with the Vibes Lab sessions, you know. I right. try to make sure that I have it this way and everything's to be in a certain way because I want it to be just right. So it complements the artist as well. 
And right. I want to please them as much as I want to please everyone else. But with my thing, it's kind of, this is who I am. This is me. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to play the stuff and I'm going to do it. And if, even if they, I drop off somewhere in my stuff, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm playing a bass line and then I drop a note. I can, I can, I feel free to leave it there because yeah. I just want to show you, this is me. This is the real thing. This is what I do. And this is, you know, me as a human being really expressing myself and, um, yeah, I, like that. I love that. I like that freedom, you know. So I go yeah, back to the it, old Stevie Wonder stuff, the old Prince stuff, and you know the early stuff. And it was like these guys were technically on point, but you know, anything goes. You know, they can let things slip because you know that this person's performing and mm. it's real, and that talent is genuine. You know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes those it's those imperfections that make. Uh, something memorable you know those those human touches that yes. are so easily erased nowadays with technology exactly. being what it is and it's those little little imperfections i think that sometimes can um uh yeah, yeah make a make something stand out just a little bit more exactly. you know, i love that you said that that's cool it's like it's like you go to a gig and, and you know that slight thing can happen and you see the musicians look at each other and smile like this guy would know ah, you know yeah. just hit this note but it's like it's all cool and it, and it just adds to the whole thing you know to the whole yeah experience yeah, live gigs can be quite magical in that sense. In that, it, what happens happens, and it's mm-hmm. done. It's out there. It's not. It can't be like repeated in that way again. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it's like if you were there, you caught you caught it, and if you mm-hmm. didn't, then you, you know you might it might happen again in a different context. But it's it's there and done, and yes. it's over. <laughs> and I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah it's in this age where everything gets captured now even you know the idea of say radio shows it's kind of like if someone has a radio show it's like great where can i catch up on it it's like no it's a radio show you listen to it hear it as it happens and it's gone and then it's just lost in the ether after that Uh it doesn't have to everything is playback and it's Uh, just everything's recorded and uh just there for eternity you know and it's just kind of like just listen to it as it is in this moment it's gone (laughs) and i like that more yeah no no yeah i definitely do I do. I do like being in the moment, definitely. When you're kind of creating something from scratch, what's mm-hmm. like a, how does a blank, what's a blank canvas for you? Is it kind of like, do you just sort of say, I want to make something and it, do you start in a particular place with a song? Do you start writing first? Do you start, do you pick up just a random instrument that you're feeling at that moment? What's a, what's like a blank canvas for you? Well, <clears throat> Like canvas, jeez, oh, you know it's there's so many different ways that inspiration comes, and um, it can be anything. You know, blank canvas can be basically I hear something in my head. You know, a melody will come up or some chords, and then I just go into the studio and I grab the bass or the keys, guitar, whatever, and just fresh it out, mm. and then uh, yeah. It will just sort of like normally it just naturally progresses from there. So maybe like a sequence, and I'll go around the sequence, and then the melody will come, ideas will come. Sometimes it feels like there's just a whole song inside of me, and mm. I will just go in, you know, with no idea where I'm going to start. I'll just go into the studio and I'll just say, okay, this is where I'm going to go. I'm going to run the drums, I'm going to do this, and play the keys, and then the lyrics will just come out. and um, the whole thing could be done in like minutes. 
are you kind of someone who agonizes over songs or is it a case of i think it was i think it might, i might have this wrong i'm pretty sure it's is it uh rod temple red rod templeton who who would say i might have this really wrong i'm pretty sure i'm right though but he he had the thing where he believed that the song was in the air and if you have to scramble to get it mm-hmm. then it's, it's it's not meant to be wow. but if you pick it up instantly then it's yeah. then it's yours and it's waiting to be found you know, I, where, where do you fall ahead. with that I, 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 I do I, I definitely do agree with agree with him on that that the best stuff does naturally comes out of the ether straight to you you know it's like a direct download and you just channel it more or less I think that some of the best stuff you will hear most a lot of producers or songwriters will tell you that a lot of the stuff like some of the most popular the best stuff that they've done has been the ones that have happened so fast very quickly mm-hmm. it just tends to you know bang it's just there it's like I don't know I just this just fresh this out and it's just it just turns out to be a masterpiece yeah yeah <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not averse. Adverse to the slow process and the you know deliberate sort of taking things out, going back, fine tuning. Because I feel that no, you know, no two songs are the same. And, um, they're like children, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know, it's like they 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 all have their sort of incubation time. And, their way of coming into the world. So yeah. um, all have their own different characteristics and, and everything. So yeah, some are more stubborn than others. Some, are just, <laughs> <laughs> some don't want to come out. Some don't want to come out of the room. They want to stay there. And then others just want to come out into the world, you know, like bang, I want to be out there. So yeah. As relates to um, uh, Vibes Labs, I'm not, I meant to ask earlier, uh, who would be, we mm. talked about sort of the level of vocalists that you had and, you know, people that you're potentially getting new people in. Is is there a dream, like, don't say Stevie, because I know you're going to say Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm banning him from this list. Oh, but, Lord. Like, is this, like... <laughs> That's too easy, right? I, I knew you, you you were gonna pick it but like just oh. someone who'd be like oh man someone that you know to to, to have a, a name or two who kind of springs the mind oh, that you could sort of get in a studio with and and have a vocal by or or, or, or collaboration with anybody so i should say collaboration with anybody i mean some you know i guess some people you know they would come you could imagine you could be in awe of you know you'd be in the studio with them and you'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm in the studio with this person and that, that because I'm such a big fan of whatever. Um, there's Erica, you know, she's definitely... Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's, she's fantastic. Uh, I like, I really do like Rassam Patterson. I know he's not as big a name as he should be. Do you know him, right? Of yes, of course. <laughs> of <yeah>. course. <laughs> How could I ask you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a fantastic vocalist. And because I'm also a big fan of his... Former producer Van Hunt, I love the stuff that they done mm. on his stuff. So I, I really do relate to him, and he's he's a big fan of Stevie. You can hear the Stevie influence in him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's so many other people out there, you know. Um, uh, what's that lady? That that is it? Um, Shantae Can? Is it McCann or is it Shantae Can? 
Oh, she went, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes, yeah, C A N N. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She's, she's dope. Yeah. She's got some great stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, there is a, a a huge name though. Having said that, that you you have worked with, and it, this is a name uh, that you and I bonded very quickly over. It was Dornay. Because, yeah, like, it's funny because she was sort of a recent discovery for me. I think recent, like just before you and I are kind of connected online, I mm-hmm. had got her 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 second album called Two, like her two thousand album. I had that, mm-hmm. and then fairly soon afterwards i think you know, we kind of bumped into each other online and everything and then i'm looking i remember listening to your to the vibes labs uh of, of volume one at, at, obviously uh-huh. and it was i was like i know the, the voice and i look at the credits and it says uh-huh. featuring lornay and i'm like that's not and i remember messaging you saying that's not us 90s oh yes that's right that's not her is it like yeah. And then you were like, yep, that's her. I was like, what? I can't believe it. Like that yeah. was, how did that happen? That was amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. We've, we've um, sort of like, we met sort of like bonded some years ago now, quite a while back. And uh, in the days of MySpace, when MySpace was Gosh, booming. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I found her on there. And I messaged her and um, said, I'm a big fan. Hey, I'm over here. I'm a big fan. You know, I'm from the UK and da, da, da. And then she got back to me and said, listen, I really like your vibe. You know, I like your style. I like what's, what, you know, what's on your page. And um, feel free, you know, maybe one day we can do, do a collaboration or something. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that, that was it, you know, basically. And we just started talking and um, over a period of time, something was birthed, you know, musically. Mm. So, yeah. And we've been friends ever since, man. We're just um, such a cool, cool person. And, That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Because we had a, um, one of our sort of uh, direct sort of um, relations in terms of music was Omar. Because of there course, was, yeah. yeah, there was a, 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 a uh, there was a jingle I had on my MySpace, which was to do with the Vibes Lab. And was, I had this thing, it was called, it's true, and I made up survives lab. It's like about a minute and a half, and I had all these quirky simps going on, you know, like the stuff he uses, like those leading lords kind of sounds, and um, very funky. Had this vocoder thing going on. I really liked it. It was really nice. And she said, "Oh, it's kind of you remind me of Omar with those sounds you use. I really like your vibe." And so, you know, props to Omar <laughs> because <laughs> I think that opened the door as well, you know. And she checked me out. That's so cool. How long ago was that? Uh, you, you initially connected. Um, we got we're going back um, to around two thousand and six. You were on MySpace at two thousand and six. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I guess so. So I was relegating it to late nineties, but no, no, of course not. It would have been that time. That's when I yeah. was on it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah two thousand and six. Oh, it was two thousand and six. Yeah, sorry, that felt really current. But then I realized that we're in twenty twenty. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that time has flowed, man. I can't believe it. Trust me. I mean, a lot of this people. I still, I'm still in touch with a lot of people from there. A lot of other producers and stuff. We've become oh, wow. really close, and it's like you know, we've known each other for so long. We're looking at, look how long we've known each other now. We can't, you know, it's mad. Yeah. Oh, crazy. So when you're kind of you mentioned when like with Andre, like you you meet up and you you create 
you know, music together. I, I know you've had Esha Scoffrey that you do that you do in person as well. Yes. Um, how does that work? So someone like Lorneo talking overseas, you're talking this uh, specifically mm-hmm. digital relationship mm-hmm. uh, as such, you know, in terms of it's sh- sending files over. Yeah. To how does that process differ from being in the studio with someone? Um, I think, well, obviously like being in the studio with the, the person you sort of like get to know them more musically you know artistically you see when they the process of the writing um you know trying different things i don't get that i, I, I obviously can't get that experience if Lonnie because you know when i get the music back it's all done it's all polished i don't see the process you know you know what different things she may have tried before she decided on doing or recording what she recorded um so yeah, it's different compared to mm. being in the studio, you know, with Esche or Andre. Because we've, it's like with Andre, um, you know, we would go through various versions of one song until we get it the way we want it. Right. You know, basically, you know, we've, we've written quite a few things together, and um, he's also someone who's really meticulous about what he wants to put across or how he wants to sound. We've done stuff where he's just come back after a while and said, look, let's just scrap it. I'm not feeling this, you know. Um, it's not happening. <laughs> you know, two months later, we'll get back in the studio and be like, no, no, let's do something else. So, um, yeah, I think, I think though, with Andre, um, the best way that we work together is when we actually build from the ground up because I find that the stuff that he's come back to me and said, oh, P-Vibes, let's try something else. I'm not really feeling, feeling this anymore. It's most of the time, it's stuff that I've already pre-recorded myself and given to him. Or he's coming and, oh, I like this instrumental. Can I have this? Can I, can I have that track? Um, but when we were together from the ground up, like with just a clean slate, we'll go into a clean slate, blank slate, um, that's when the magic happens, really. Mm. And both um, the da, 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 spontaneous and all about me um, is birthed that way. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. And that's why we're going to be writing again, you know, um, because I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be, um, we're working on an EP for, for him. Oh, wicked. Yeah. That, that was supposed to have been really we should have been like finishing now get, get getting it ready to go out but mm. due to the technical problems i had last year right i didn't really get around to doing that so yeah we're going to be writing for this so probably we look at be on the lookout around mid midsummer for this thing cool yeah i'll be excellent i really look forward to that I was going to talk about sort of the, the, the chance to like perform live and stuff like that. I mean, like I know you were a part of, uh, you were sort of with uh, the Shea Raja collective for a while, weren't mm-hmm. you? Yes. I mean, what was the kind of, I imagine that that was lots of live performing. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, Shea's Shez, main, um, his main objective with, with the music is really to go to, to play live. He's a live musician. Yeah. You know, I think that the recordings are kind of secondary to the live experience. That's what it's really about. And it was always the emphasis from the beginning, you know. 
go out, do shows, want to entertain people, you know, just want to this, be in the moment with this experience. And um, yeah, as you can see, a lot of the write-ups that they get for the shows, it's always been, it's amazing, you know, so yeah. Um, that was it, man. When we started working together, I mean, within, gosh, we rehearsed for a while and I mean, there was lots of stuff and, you know, it's really kind of intricate. And before too long, it was like, right, we're going to go and do a gig. Let's go out. And um, the machine, it hasn't stopped since. It's just been powering along, powering. I've just been watching, you know, because I sort of had to, I sort of jumped off to do my thing. And um, <laughs> every time I look over there, it's like something's going on, you know, something <laughs> getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know. So, inspiration. Is how, long, how long were you guys uh, uh, together for? How long were you part of the band? Uh, for about three, three to four years. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, wow, that's really, a long yeah. time. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But in and out because um, unfortunately at the time, not too long after the, uh, the band was formed, I had some personal issues, um, family issues and stuff that I had to deal with. So I took time out and but I came back. I went away and I came back. So I was like back and forth, back and forth, you know. The door was always open. So was uh, yeah. Well, how long has it been since you guys performed together? Oh, God, it's a long time now. But the last time I went to see him perform was in 2014 at the Pizza Express when uh, they released the live album. Right. So yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, they had a launch party for the live album. And I went down there to see him. And I hadn't seen those guys in a good few years prior. So it was nice to catch up with them. You know, I hadn't seen them in a couple of years, so. Yeah. How does the idea strike you of sort of performing at that level again? Um, very much, very much on my to-do list. Oh, wicked! Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, this vibes lab sessions thing needs to go live, you know. So that's yeah. something that I've been talking about and discussing with a few people already. Oh, that's wicked! You, you forming a, a touring band? That's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, definitely need if you to need, do that. If you yeah. need anyone who can play an out of note triangle, I'm your guy, man. <laughs> okay. Like it wouldn't be in sync with anything, but I could so stand on the side and just like, <laughs> wail away on it for <laughs> at all the wrong moments. <laughs> don't worry, man. We can just get you a keyboard that we don't, you know, don't need to switch it on. You just, <laughs> you know. That is a literally little, a dream come true. Yeah, just smile and display of that, you know. You'd be doing right. a ballad and I'd be like smashing away on it. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully no one can hear it, but they can uh, see me uh, looking like I'm a mighty <laughs> rock god. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, that would be so cool for you guys to to sort of to start uh, you know, putting it out there on the live yeah. context. That would be really cool. To be honest, one of my 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 unfulfilled dreams or ambitions is actually to do my own stuff live. You know, that experience of, because I've played behind so many people, you know, mm. here and there doing this and that, but to go up there and just do P vibes. I mean, I've done solo stuff, just like sitting by the keys and, you know, in a, what you call it, uh, open mic or something like right. that, I've done stuff like that. But I mean, a proper thing like full out band knocking out those songs because everybody says to me, Oh, you know, I'd love to hear that stuff like Funkomatic, you know, Pretty Butterfly. What would it sound like live? Imagine what it would sound like with a full band playing that stuff, you know, 
BVs and everything. So, yeah, I think um, that will be something that will happen at some point. Do you think about the next kind of project which has you in front of the mic in terms of EPs aside uh, and like guest vocalists and stuff like that? Do you ever think about that kind of that that revisiting those kind of love is an ocean, um, love is the notion, and the you know the early stuff where it's just mm. you? Would you ever think about what that would sound like? Um, what sound like live? Oh no, not so much that. Just the idea of you being uh, uh, the the front and center again on a, like a, on another project. Oh, on another project. project. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know what? Because I'm always writing. You know, because because I can't record at the moment. I've just been like yeah. I'm working on my keys, and I've just been right. I've been writing. Um, I've got lots of stuff. I've got, and there's so many. It's like two different directions because I think I spoke to you before about where I wanted to go like with this short sort of like you know these songs not running for too long. Um, yeah. And yeah. then I was listening back to some of the stuff that I had prior to that. Recently, I was playing a couple of these songs. I'm very soft. I was thinking, I'm not sure what I want to do now, but I want to record these songs. And um, I was thinking, maybe I can record those older ones as an EP, like five or six tracks, very soulful, sort of, you know, jazzy influence and stuff like that. And then I would get back to the other project that I was talking about with these sort of like, Motown, early Motown-esque kind of um, time length or seven-inch singles from the 60s or whatever, 50s, you know, two and a half minutes yeah. so length, but sort of like current vibe, you know what I'm saying? I think Thundercat does a lot of that. I think these songs yeah. normally exceed like, you know, five minutes, so that's like an opus <laughs> for him not 10 minutes or 15 minutes like some of us would do um so yeah um i've got both those ideas in my head and uh, yeah that's so that's definitely something i want to do because i want to improve on love is an ocean because i listen back and i think yeah, it's cool but there's more and i still want to improve as an artist in my own right you know mm. so um yeah, that's definitely something. I'm that's so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not even sure where this, where the my niche is regarding the P vibes thing. I'm not sure because I don't really want to put a a boundary on on what I do as a solo artist. I don't. I want it to just stay open. So, to some people, that might be you know like it's kind of like career suicide, you know. Why don't you just sort of follow on with from the vibes that sessions and kind of get a kind of vibe like that and go down a certain niche because you've got a sound that people can relate to. But I feel that with this P vibes thing, I want to just be whoever I want to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's um, kind of the it's like a an investment, really, isn't it? That you're kind of you're asking people to invest in you and trust you in have the freedom to go in different directions. And I, I, I don't know, I, I kind of think that that kind of approach is, is needed. I mean, yeah, there, there are probably p- people that aren't going to, you know, embrace exactly. everything. That's right. Is, and I know, yeah, I'm expecting that, you know, and that's fine, you know, because yeah. I'm thinking, okay, I might put, put out the next PBAS project to 50, only 50 people might like it, but um, not because it's bad, but because they might not catch on with it straight away. You know, and I know for for a fact, like with Love is the Notion, a lot of the DJs that are onto 
the five slap five slap sessions couldn't really make heads or tails of it you know it's kind of like yeah it's a bit it's a bit left field it's a bit too different why you do this why do you put that there why you've got this kind of guitar thing going on in that ballad yeah you know it's it was a bit too outlandish in some respects for some of them um so they pick the most common you know the one that they think would fit their playlist or their their format mm. whereas you know i don't want to conform to that for me the vibes lab sessions kind of gives me that freedom to yeah give them that you know it's like okay this is stuff that i like too and this is kind of would more fit in with what these dudes play that makes yeah. sense when i go off to absolutely the yeah i think it's very much a sorry to interrupt dude um I, I think it's very much like a when you're in a situation like yourself where you have these various forms of expression all through music obviously but like you can pick different styles and ways to articulate your art it, it totally comes down to the honesty that you want to put towards that you know like mm-hmm. if you're gonna ultimately make the decision to not do uh a kind of format that you want to but if you you're not going to do it because you don't think people will like it or because you think it might you might lose people as a result i suppose yeah. you could argue you're not necessarily being honest with yourself by doing that exactly exactly i remember i had one dj when i released the earliest stuff like uh urban expressions right you know this dj he was a big fan of urban expressions he liked angel which didn't make that the ep and um, all the tracks, you know, and he's like, oh yeah, great, great. So when <laughs> I was sort of um, just sort of like promoting Love is the Notion, or I had a few preliminary tracks that I was throwing around almost a year before it got released. And he heard this track and he was like, oh hell no. He's like, um, this drums is too much, you know? It's going to put all your fans off there. You're, you're losing people because I understand you being an artist and wanting to express yourself in various ways, but that's just too much. You know, you mm. lose your people. And I thought to myself, I can't understand what he's saying, but then you, you're just in a box and yeah. I'm not, you know? So obviously everything I've done before really related to, because you say the music's fine, everything's fine, everything's lovely, but the drums take it out <laughs> but the drums is the whole thing that made that's what made the track in the first place you know that's what that's how the track was formed from the drums itself change that you know, so I, 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 I'm always astounded by anyone who can take the perspective of this will make you and this will break you yeah. do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's such a I don't, I'm not, I don't want really, to, I certainly don't mean to put out negative vibes to whoever this guy is but like mm-hmm. it's such an arrogant perspective of Mm -hmm. like no one person can answer that do you know what i mean like i appreciate you know he didn't take to it that's totally fine Mm -hmm. but i i I kind of you know music critiquing in 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 any kind of context i think astounds me because i think someone once told me once there's no such thing as good music or bad music there's only music you like and music you don't yeah yeah. Because who's no one's opinion, no one person's opinion outweighs any uh, anyone else's. It's it's true. It's very true. It's so subjective, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's so subjective, and um, that's why you have so many different genres. And you know, some people gravitate towards some genres, some people don't. Mm. Some people can take 
you know, bits and pieces from everything. You know, they can see the whatever, you know. I mean, I can listen to any kind of genre and find something that I like, you know. Yeah. Music is music to me. Anyway, I've taken up too much of your time. I should, uh, um, uh, I should, I should let you get on with your your evening. Uh, we we discussed. Uh, uh, we always end these podcast episodes with with a closing song, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm very intrigued to know, my friend, what what it is you have you've picked. Oh my gosh! Um, you know what? I, I had uh, three songs in my head. Three songs <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of the last. Over the last month, since the beginning of the year, and it's been really these three songs have been really inspiring me a lot. Okay. But I, I, I had to pick one out of the three, right? So, which Stevie Wonder song did you pick? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a Stevie Wonder ish or Stevie Wonder esque song, but not, yeah. but not exactly Stevie. I was, I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's got Stevie vibe though. Um, but I didn't go with that one in the end. Okay. Well, actually, tell, tell me your two runners up first. I'm, okay. Now I'm really intrigued. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, the first um, was um, Feel by Jacob Collier featuring Leon Le Havas. Yeah, I'm in love with that song. It's very dangerous, wow, you know. Yeah. And also uh, PJ Morton's Claustrophobic. Okay, no, yeah, I don't know that one. Check that out. Yeah, it's really mm. nice. That's the very Steve, that's the Stevie Wonderish kind right. of vibe about it. Very strong Stevie Wonder influence. It's got a rap in there as well. Some okay. trump, some trumpet at the end. You know, I can really relate to that. You know, with all that stuff going on. Um, but in the end, I chose Thundercats. Um, show you the way. Right, yeah, 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 featuring Kenny right. Loggins and Michael McDonald. M- McDonald, yeah, 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 that's my tune. Yeah, wow, very cool. Yeah. That was yeah, so exciting <laughs> lineup for a song, wasn't it? Jeez. Yes, amazing, amazing. Yeah, amazing. that's Those super guys cool. Sound great. I know you're a big Thundercat fan, so yeah, yeah, oh, that's excellent. Wonderful pick, my friend. Wonderful pick. <laughs> Thank you. It's been super cool to finally get a chance to talk to you, dude. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. I really hope we get to do this again sometime. Definitely, because, you know, 20, 2020, I'm planning to put out, you know, more stuff. You know, I'm hoping to be more prolific than the last couple of years. So, right. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. So we've got Vibes Lab 3 and Andre Bentley's EP as well, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and a couple of other things in the pipelines. Dun, 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 yeah, yeah. There'll probably be the odd single here and there as well. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, just random singles and stuff like that. So, yeah. Just going to be pouring it on, man. <laughs>